A Christmas Tale by Ross Berman Read by Peter Kenny Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house <coughs> Wait a minute This isn't that story This is a different story This is a story about Kevin Kevin is an ogre But, yes, the first line wasn't wrong. It was the night before Christmas. Now, Christmas is a strange time for ogres. Normally, they spend their evenings hiding in the wardrobes of children, or behind the curtains, or in the deep shadows, waiting, ready to scare children when they tried to sleep. Kevin liked to hide under the bed. And just when the child was starting to nod off into sleep, he would rummage around and make strange noises. When the child nervously looked under the bed to see what this was, Kevin would open his bright green eyes and give a small growl. Now, it might not sound like much, but believe me, the child was petrified. Uh, look, before you get all concerned, this is a Christmas story after all. Kevin wouldn't hurt the child. Oh, no. Kevin wasn't an ogre. Well, well, he was an ogre, but he wasn't that kind of ogre. He was nice. He wouldn't want to hurt anyone, least of all a child. He just scared them, and scared them good. And besides, the Ogron Parental Demarcation Proclamation of 1874 clearly and strictly prohibits the harming of any child within the scare procedure, the scare being the sole outcome permitted. Bedwetting, on the other hand, is a diplomatic grey area, and the ins and outs of this still-raging debate should be really left for a different story. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes, as I say, Kevin was a nice ogre. So nice, in fact, that every Christmas Eve, Kevin resolved to scare no one. He didn't really understand the whole Christmas thing, but he did understand that this was a time for children to be happy and not scared. So, on this night, Kevin would not scare a soul. The snow had fallen thickly and Kevin spent the evening trudging about the town, gazing into the warm glow of the houses. He watched the families preparing for the day ahead. The homes looked so festive, the decorations so bright and colourful. Most of all, the children looked so excited. The snow was thickening, and Kevin decided it was best to head for home. Home being a very optimistic term. It was more of a shack, really. A shack in the woods. It was dark, cold, and drafty. There was no warming fire, no decorations, no family. But it was home. Kevin banged the snow off his hairy feet. He placed the manky carrot he found in the gutter in the cooking pot to enjoy later. He laid the three damp twigs he'd collected in the fireplace and watched them hiss and smoke. That done, 
he sat on his wobbly three-legged stool and set about enjoying his Christmas. Yes, this wouldn't be like other years. Kevin was determined to enjoy his Christmas. It didn't matter that he was alone. He didn't mind being alone. Oh, no, not at all. This didn't bother him. Why would it bother him? He was good. Really good. What was that? Was that a noise? There it was again. Outside. He was sure of it. And again. What is it? Oh, no. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. What can it be? Kevin shook and wobbled on his stool. Bang, bang, bang. The door trembled in its frame. Bang, bang, bang. Kevin died under the table in terror. Bang, bang, bang. Come on, Kevin. Get a hold of yourself. What are you doing hiding under the table? You are an ogre. You don't get scared. You scare. Kevin wasn't sure about this. But all the same, he rose to his feet and cautiously stepped towards the door. Swallowing heavily, he reached out a shaking hand and gingerly opened it. There was a small child standing there. Hello, said the child. Kevin stared. Sorry to bother you, said the child, but I saw your footprints in the snow and followed them here. I don't know if you remember me, but for the past year you've been hiding under my bed and making strange noises. And, well, you've been scaring me. Kevin stared. And I just want to say thank you. Kevin stared. My mum says that children need to be scared. My mum says children should have the opportunity to experience and explore these emotions within a safe space allowing them to grow to be a more rounded, confident person, my mum says. My mum says that's why I like roller coasters and ghost stories and climbing trees and riding my bike fast. I like to be scared because, my mum says, being scared teaches me how to be scared. So when I grow up and something really scary comes along, I'll know how to deal with it and it won't be so bad after all, my mum says. And anyway... I know you can't really hurt me. My mum says the Ogron Parental Demarcation Proclamation of... of... 1874... came a voice from behind. 1874 states that you are not allowed to harm, only to scare... Bedwetting, however... I think we should be going now, said the voice from behind. Yes, sorry, yes. So, thank you. And with that... The child pushed a brightly coloured box into Kevin's hands. Kevin stared at it in amazement. When he finally looked up, the child had gone. Only his footprints in the snow remained. Realising the open door was letting out all the cold, he closed it and brought the box over to the table to have a closer look. It really was beautiful. Dazzling colours and patterns, and each time it caught the light, it glittered and sparkled. And what was this? There was a small handle on one side. Intrigued, Kevin lightly touched the handle and gave it a slight turn. 
the box made a tinkly noise. Excited, Gavin turned the handle again and then again. The box was singing. It was as if it was full of tiny bells and they were playing a beautiful melody. This was too much. Kevin turned and turned the handle, marvelling in the music. Suddenly, the box exploded. A small creature shot out of the box straight at Kevin. Some time later, once Kevin had finally uncovered his eyes and come out from under the table, he carefully glanced at the box. There was a little man. He had burst from the box with his hands outstretched and had wide, welcoming arms. His friendly face had bright, happy eyes and the biggest, welcoming smile. Kevin stepped closer, reached out, and held the strange man's hand and looked into his happy, smiling eyes. And Kevin realised he was not alone. I am older now and have children of my own. But every Christmas Eve, as I lie in bed and try to get off to sleep, I hear a strange noise from under my bed. A beautiful melody full of tiny bells. When I look under my bed, two bright green eyes stare back at me, and a small, gruff voice says, Merry Christmas, and I am not scared. Thank you.